Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 4th. It's the first day of a brand new study for us over at MomStrong International. We are beginning a brand new series, and it is called Gird Up Girl. We're going to spend the next eight weeks at MomStrong International talking about strategies for spiritual warfare. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so a couple of housekeeping things before I jump into uh, the Bible study. First of all, if you're not a member over at MomStrong International, I want to just encourage you to head on over there. We've got a group of about 6,000 women who are committed to studying the Word of God with me. There's a scripture writing challenge that we issue every month uh, over there, and we've got lots and lots of things for you that are free, not the least of which are the scripture writing challenge for adults. And also it includes scripture writing for children. So if you've got children who are just learning to write and you're looking for a copy work for them, ways for them to practice their handwriting, this is a great way to get scripture into their hearts and also to have them practice their handwriting. So check it out. All you got to do is create a free account over at MomStrong International and you can download the scripture writing challenge. We are in a brand new month, and we are calling the Scripture Writing Challenge Born on a Battlefield. And oh my goodness, if that isn't being seen more and more clearly every day in the culture right now. So we're going to take you through Ephesians. Actually, we're going to take you through a couple of verses in John, and basically we're going to kind of bump, uh, jump all over, rather, uh, the Bible and talk about what God says, the battle that we are engaged in is from. Why are we engaged in this battle? Why are we engaged in such a struggle? And so I hope you guys will take advantage of that. The next opportunity for you is to join me for the Bible study. If you haven't had a chance to download the Bible studies this month, it's called Gird Up Girl, and we're going to be talking about strategies in spiritual warfare. It's a great opportunity for you to study with your teens, your older kids. Uh, It's a great chance for you to start a MomStrong group at your church or in your neighborhood or at your PTA or at your homeschool co-op. We would love to work with you directly. You can become a leader at MomStrong International and access all the leadership materials and the videos that I record for each one of these sessions by going to MomStrongInternational.com and clicking on subscribe. If you have any questions for us, please reach out to us at podcast at thebusymom.com. All right. So like I said, this month, actually, I am jazzed because this is probably the most important topic I think of the day right now where Christians are concerned and certainly where we're concerned in the church, because I believe there's been a hostile takeover happening. Uh, A listener just emailed me a women's retreat. Actually, I don't even think it's a women's retreat. I think it's just a retreat in general that is being put on by some very well-known bloggers and vloggers. And uh, the whole idea is for them to discuss their evolving faith. And so I just want to just, I'm going to start out from a place of very strong biblical admonition to you today. And that is, A, our faith doesn't evolve. Our understanding of God may evolve or it may change as we get to know the Word of God, but the Word of God doesn't change. In John chapter 10, verse 10, we are we are issued a very stark warning about the adversary that we all face in the world today. And John says that the thief comes only to steal and destroy. Uh, 
listen, we have a thief, all right? The Bible says he comes to kill and steal and destroy. And the reason I say that there's a hostile takeover is because I believe that there's something of incredible spiritual significance that's happening around us right now. Have you guys seen the signs? Uh, because it's been in the works for a long time. We are living in an era called the postmodern era. It's the postmodern church. And I believe as a church, we've become very secure in our culture, particularly in Western civilization. And as we've grown uh, secure in our role, we've also grown complacent. And complacent people are easily deceived. We're easily deceived. My son, uh, my my 17-year-old son and my 15-year-old daughter roped me into watching some YouTube videos <laughs> last night. And I'm not going to lie, I was so fascinated. I sat there with them. I'm pretty sure I blew the whole evening watching YouTube videos with them. Uh, it started out, there's a guy named uh, Steven Crowder, and uh, he does a, a show called Louder with Crowder. Some of you guys may have heard of him. And he's very popular with the millennials. And what he does is he goes around to college campuses and he interviews uh, college students. He sets up a table and he rents the space or he gets permission from the college campus. And then he sets up a table and he has a very, uh, most of the time anyway, uh, he has a very constructive, very well-mannered conversation with people who disagree with him. So he does this thing called change my mind. And so he'll go around and uh, I watched him do, I am pro-life, change my mind. I believe uh, that there is no such thing as white privilege, change my mind. I believe that uh, I believe that there are two genders, change my mind. The one that Spencer showed me, the first one that I watched that sort of sucked me in <laughs> was uh was uh, Crowder talking about how he believes that there are only two genders. Well, we know that there are only two genders because the Bible says in Genesis, I created them male and female in my image. So we know from the word of God that we are created two genders, uh, male and female. But it's not just the word of God that backs us up on this. Science backs us up on this. Also, we know from our conception, from the moment of conception, we have been given the DNA either of a male or of a female. Now, I I will uh, I know that there are uh, anomalies. Certainly, there are some people who are born with eleven fingers, but the, but generally, we teach our children that human beings have ten fingers and ten toes. Occasionally, people are born with chromosomal an, uh, abnormalities or anomalies known as intersex, but they are anomalies. They are. Um, they are problems with the genetic code and the same reason that a person could be born, say, with three feet. Uh, typically, we're not born with three feet. We're born with two feet. And typically, human beings are born as male or female aside from a chromosomal abnormality. And it was fascinating to me. And this is why I was uh, so drawn into the conversation. It was absolutely fascinating to watch these young people stumbling around and stammering over uh over ideological differences with Crowder that were clearly conceived typically on these college campuses. They could not make a clear case for what they were saying. Most of the time, they were pulling out their iPhones and trying to get data for what their argument would be. And I just want to remind you today that I believe that as the Bible says that we have an enemy that comes to kill and steal and destroy, the book of Ephesians says that we are in a battle for the hearts and minds of our generation. And this fight, this particular battle for our generation for 2018 is being waged in the battlefield of the mind. And I want to just encourage you, I'm going to take you first of all to Ephesians. And I I would, I just want to encourage you guys, if you haven't joined me at this study, it is a beautifully illustrated, very, very well thought out 
a study on the Word of God where we are taking you back to the Bible. And so as believers, and even as people who are questioning what's going on around us, I just want to encourage you, the Bible's been challenged for millennia, and no one has been able to disprove it. Why? Because it's the living, breathing, active Word of God. The Bible says it does not change. The Bible says that as we read His Word, we become uh, we become. Uh, more able to fight against the the uh, the devil who basically is out to uh, ruin us, right? So we're going to learn this month in particular. Next month also, we're going to be talking about the armor of God. Uh, the Apostle Paul starts us out in Ephesians six verses ten to twelve, saying, "Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes." Why? Because our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So I'm going to stop you right there. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. In other words, we think it's against kids on college campuses. We think it's against people who are pushing liberal theology in our churches. Forget liberal politics, which I have a ton of problems with uh, as a baseline. But we're t- I-, I want to talk and focus for just a minute on the people that we believe our struggle is against. Listen, Satan is a puppet master. And he would love to take a mind that is not captive to the will and the understanding of its creator and use it in the battle against good and evil in the culture. And so whenever you think that your struggle is against a person, I want you to look beyond that person for just a minute and say, who is really pulling the strings here? Because Paul says that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Now, I don't normally quote the message on my podcast for uh, several reasons, but in this particular instance, I actually really love the way that he sort of uh, he, he the message sort of reads like a story. So, if you're looking to study the Bible, I wouldn't I wouldn't send you to the message. If you're a person who's been studying God's Word for many years and you have a basic understanding of the Word, occasionally I think it's a great idea. Uh, to go and read the message because he's a very, uh, Eugene Peterson's a very emotional writer. And so he writes the message from a very emotional point of view. But sometimes it's great to look at this through that lens and sort of see it in a different way. And he calls this a fight to the finish. This is the message translation of the same verse I just read to you, Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. The version I just read to you was from uh, the New International Version. This again is from the message. Here's what it says. And that about wraps it up. So instead of saying, finally, be strong in the Lord, Eugene starts with saying, and that about wraps it up. (laughs) Good on you, Eugene. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so that you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. This is the focus of our study uh, over at MomStrong International. I want to just encourage you, if you haven't done it already, head on over to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6 is where we're going to be for the next eight weeks over here. But I just want to encourage you to study your Bible, to know your Bible, because I believe we are living in a time of incredible deception where many churches, particularly in Western civilization, have grown complacent, and a complacent people are easily deceived. You see, we have a thief, and according to the Bible, this thief is only here for one reason. John lays it out for us 
in John 10, 10, and yet many in the church today have been lulled to sleep, content in our complacent, comfortable Christianity. Now, for the thief, the timing couldn't be better, and that's why I call it a hostile takeover. It's a hostile takeover of sorts that I believe has been planned with a sinister precision for just this time in human history. Listen, if we've got men and women walking around our culture right now teaching our children on college campuses, there there can be as many as 175 genders. We've got a problem. That is massive deception. And as women of God, we have been called to grow in our relationship with God. That means we grow in our in our understanding of God. We grow in our understanding of the word. And the apostle Paul said that he counted everything else as rubbish. Why? So that he could know Christ. So we could know Christ better. He said that in Philippians chapter three, verses seven to 10. And even though the apostle Paul had been a believer for some time, When he wrote that passage in Philippians, many people, many biblical scholars will say he'd been walking with God for about 25 years at this point. He pointed out that he had not yet reached his goal. What was his goal? His goal was to know Christ. His goal was to understand God's heart for the world and to follow Jesus. And so he pressed on. And I want to ask you this morning, what about you? Have you reached your goal in knowing Christ? If you're uh, like me, I think you're going to say, no, I haven't. We're not going to reach our goal of knowing him until the Lord takes us home. And if the apostle Paul still needed to grow after all those years of walking with God, then we need to work at it too. We need to be mature in our relationship with God. It's it's part of my uh, encouragement and my exhortation here to you at the podcast to encourage you off the bench and onto the battlefield, because part of our maturing process should result in biblical discernment. That means that we learn to look beyond the physical to the spiritual. And we gird up, we begin to put on the armor of God. That's where the title gird up girl came from. We begin to gird up as we choose to view the world through the lens of scripture. And as we study God's word, we will learn that we have always been a people at war. So are you ready for battle? Because there's an epic struggle taking place all around us from the pulpit to the playground and truth is in the crosshairs. Truth is being held hostage to a culture that is in outright rebellion against God. And listen, mom, your emotions might tell you otherwise. You might hear people say, oh, but we should love everyone. Yes, we should. We are called to be ambassadors of Christ, but we are not called to sacrifice truth on the altar of mercy. We are not called to sacrifice truth on the altar of a, of, a, of a mislabeled love. And I want to encourage you not to be deceived. You are in the fight of your life. And so it's time to gird up, time to prepare yourself and your children for the battle of their lives. First Peter 5, 8 says that we have an adversary, the devil, who prowls around like a roaring lion, literally seeking someone to devour. And the Bible teaches us that this enemy has a name. And his name is Satan, the accuser of your soul. The one that John warns us about uh, is here. And he has a singular purpose to kill and steal and destroy. And I want to end with this one thought today. So much, you guys, has been stolen already. So much has been stolen already quietly, but in plain sight of God's people. Think about this for just a second. God himself, who is love, the Bible says that God is love, right? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is love. And he has been the target of identity theft. The words that he gave us to describe himself, the word love, for example, has been stolen. Now we look at love and we think love means that uh, we just, we tolerate. Love means that we accept anything for any reason at any time. And that's not love. 
Uh, think, think of the other words that have been stolen uh, from the from us right now. Marriage, the, the definition of marriage, the terminology for male and female, these are all things that God has given us, even the symbolism of the rainbow. We won't put rainbows on our cars anymore or wear them on our shirts. Why? Because it's been stolen, taken captive uh, as the battle for the hearts and minds of this generation rages all around us. And I know that it's easy to sit in our comfortable houses and ignore a call to arms, but I just want to encourage you. Uh, It's easier to believe that there is no battle going on, but as mothers, uh, we want to train our children in righteousness to get off the battlefield, or rather to get off the bench and onto the battlefield to teach our children that there is a war that's happening around us. And as daughters of the King, we are called to it. We are called to it. I just want to encourage you to run to it. And the way we run to it, the way we gird up is we spend time every day with the Lord in prayer and we put on the full armor of God so that we can be strong and fight the battle that God's put in front of us. So I don't know about you guys, but I am super pumped to study the book of Ephesians. Uh, We're going to be uh, taking you to several verses in the Bible, but our main passage for the next two months at MomStrong International is going to be to study the book of Ephesians. This is a great opportunity for you to get involved. It also really supports the ministry of MomStrong International. Every time you subscribe to the Bible study or you decide to become an annual member at MomStrong International, you're not only going to get access to really awesome Bible study material that you can use uh, with other women around you, but also you're going to get the opportunity to teach and train your children. Every MomStrong International Bible study contains a component uh, called KidStrong that will help you take what you're learning and teach it to your children. So we are really excited about what God's doing here. also want to just let you know I am on my way. I'll be leaving uh, later on today for Atlanta, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm super excited to be speaking there. I'll be keynoting the Teach Them Diligently convention along with my friend Sam Sorbo. So this is going to be a fantastic weekend. If you're anywhere near the Atlanta area, come on out. We want to encourage you, love you, pray with you, and send you back out onto the battlefield. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you here on Friday with my friend Elizabeth Johnston, the activist mommy. The sparks are going to fly. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.